Welcome to another episode of the Protein Bros Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Wasserman, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Kyle Combs. What's going on, guys? Kyle and I have a very special guest today. Very special in the sense of she's one of our few female guests we've been able to have on, and we're psyched to have on more females. Abby Fish, owner of All Sizes Fitness, and now the proud owner of a new gym that she is here to discuss with us today, and we'll get to that later. Sound good? Sounds good. What's up, guys? <laughs> Welcome on, Abby. And uh, Abby's got a phenomenal story. Uh, she's one of my favorite people I've met since moving to Kansas City. I'm excited to, for her to share all that with you guys. And we need to take a quick shout out because Kyle has just had his firstborn son, <gasps> Sullivan Bradley Combs, in the last week. Let's give oh, him a round Sully. of applause. Yeah. Oh give, me, give me a clap button. One of the, one of the buttons I is a clap button. I don't know which button. one's a clap button. Hit the worst button you could pick. I always <laughs> just guess with those, and I'm oh, always guessing wrong. No clap. Wrong. Sorry. Sullivan it was, Bradley. It was, it was a happy many, occasion. Yes. How many pounds? How many ounces? He was seven pounds. How long? They have a length. They, got a baby, a they, they do the baby length now. Eight, 18 inches or 18. Yeah, it was 18 and a half inches or something like that. I don't awesome. Know. Well, how, how's uh, Clara and Maddie taking it so far? Uh, it's been good, dude. They're, uh, they're, Clara, Clara is pumped. She thinks it's her baby. Oh. She's just like, I, I want to hold him. Taking care time. of him all the time? Yeah. Awesome. How old is she? She's three and a half. Okay. Now, do you so have, you have a three and a half year old too, don't you? No, he's only, he's only 18 months. Oh, he's is he only 18 months? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. But it's a boy, right? Boy. Yeah. Baby Barrett. What's your, what is your advice to me on raising a young little man? Your first boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two daughters. Two daughters. Um, just never get comfortable, I guess. He <laughs> literally, as soon as he started, started moving, crawling. Oh God. He has never stopped. I'm actually very scared for that moment in my life because my girls are already like out of control. Oh yeah. And uh, I can only imagine him just being that much more out of control. Mm-hmm. So he, baby Barrett is like uh, probably the most photogenic baby boy I've seen in quite some time. Oh, he eats it up though. Yeah. He oh, loves he the camera. Cheese. He'll, he says it, you know, he's, he's a pretty big 18 month old, huh? Yeah, he's pretty big, actually. Shockingly. Uh, yeah, I was I was creeping your Instagram and I was looking. I was like, man, he's probably like you know two and a half or something like that. But mm-hmm. guess how not. many pounds does he weigh? Is he like in like the ninetieth percentile or something like that? No, he's in like the sixty fifth percentile. I'm just in height stupid. and weight, <laughs> but I'm so short, so it's he's pretty. a big dude. He's a big dude. Yeah, big guy. Yeah, it's so far it's been awesome. I I uh, my wife. I don't know what happened to you during your pregnancy, but my wife had her first C section, and that's been a quite the adjustment for us this last week she can't get up out of bed very easily she can't drive a car she can't do any of that stuff and so it's been quite the adjustment for us uh, i didn't realize how like you know like the recovery of a c-section like how crazy that is i didn't either so until i got thrust into the situation i was just like oh my god You're like, wait is... we're doing this now yeah yeah so you are like super dad now yeah. you know i try abby i know th- so much about you but also so little so <laughs> Let's get started with the things I know about you. Okay. Your, your love for chicken tenders. That is, yes, my one true love. You, but what about <laughs> cheeseburgers? Are cheeseburgers going to get jealous? Because I feel like cheeseburgers also your one true love. You know, I love good cheeseburger, but chicken tendies, Ooh. Is, her, that is it for me. Was the chicken tendy tour that you took between all of the chicken, chicken tender restaurants of, of Kansas City, was that during your prep for your first show or was that during your pregnancy? I can't remember. I, luckily, it was during my pregnancy. <laughs> I was about to say her show must have not gone very well if it was yeah. during a prep. Mm-hmm. During prep, though, she was given some cheats along the way. Yeah, but not I a was. tour of She walks tenders. around pretty ripped all the time, guys. And yeah. so uh, she was like getting show ready fast. 
and it then was. Scott Scott was your coach, correct? Scott was my coach, yep. And Scott was like, hey, you need to go, you know. Every time a- Scott Schultz told me I could have a cheat meal, I texted Jeff Wasserman <laughs> and asked, Jeff, where do I go? What do I do? This is honestly funny because I would have loved for that to have actually happened. Instead, Abby would put it on like Instagram, like That's I'm having true. a cheat. And I would DM her and be like, hey, you, you made a mistake. You accidentally put this on your story. You meant to just send this directly to me. That is word, that is word for word what happened for sure. Because <laughs> I was telling Aaron about this like two days ago. Yeah. And I was like, no, I was like, hey, you, you wasted your time. Like I actually, I already know where you need to go. So and you worry. were always right, I will say. Do you hey, like to hear that? Well, no, I mean, not really um, <laughs> because I just don't, I don't need the reassurance in my head. I already just know mm-hmm, it. You yeah. know what I mean? But, <laughs> but Aaron said that you went to Tay's Burger Shack uh, with his daughter. Yep. Uh, was it Sydney? It was Sydney. So you and Sydney went to Tay's Burger Shack. And I was like, you know how long I took for me to get Abby to get to Tay's Burger Shack? Long time. She was eating Freddy's every single time. I was like, you're wasting a cheat burger. Even though Freddy's is phenomenal. No one's really talking smack on that. It's just Tay's Burger Shack in Kansas City. If you guys haven't had it, God's gift. What I is, think what is fair, your authentic thoughts? Fair statement. It I, was really good. Honestly, though, I had Shake Shack for the first time the other night. Really good, too. Phenomenal. Yeah, Did the, you get the Smoke Shack? What I, kind of Shack burger did I you get? I honestly <laughs> don't remember. See, that's I why got, you need to DM me. That's why I, I told you. I know. <laughs> I got what everyone else got because I'm a follower. With the red cherry peppers on uh, it? Yes. Smoke Shack. Okay, it was yeah, so good. It's phenomenal. Why, why no love for the uh, chicken nuggets, though? That's the question. Did you have the chicken nuggets yeah. while you were at Shake Shack? I didn't. Another phenomenal stop. But it's not, they're not tenders. Okay. They are. They are, are you only a tendy? You, you got to have them as a chicken tender, not a nugget. You know, I went to like 20 places on this chicken tender tour. I took it so serious. <laughs> <laughs> we can keep going with chicken tendy tour. It was oh, not no. a I mean, I could talk about chicken tenders all day, but we yeah. don't have to. Um, <laughs> and I did, you know, I had some wings. I had some nuggets. I didn't discriminate. Yeah. On I think the, we on also we discussed uh, the dipping sauces. How good is their ranch? Is also a humongous variable in the quality of chicken tender. That's the truth. Um, who had so we we'll just get right into this. What was the winner of your chicken tendy tour, guys? Hands down, it's the landing. Oh, the landing. The yeah, landing. The landing in, in Liberty. Liberty. Yeah. Wow. Did you not host like um like a like that that party at the end of like uh, one of the I did you one were of the there. challenges yeah mm-hmm. and I, I did not have a chicken tender there but mm-hmm. I remember the food being phenomenal it is actually really good but they do have the best tenders and I didn't stay in the Northland I went everywhere they have them you know unpopular Damn. opinion but I think if I'm gonna have chicken tenders I want to have gravy with them. You're you know a Stroud's guy? Yeah. You're a Dairy Queen guy? Yeah. <laughs> Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. <laughs> You're a chicken strip basket? Da- Dairy Queen's gravy is questionable, though, I would guess. <laughs> I would say Stroud's is too, but you know what? Stroud's is phenomenal. <laughs> I'm not above a Stroud's tender. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, not not that I couldn't talk about chicken tenders for this <laughs> entire time, but what, uh, <laughs> you know, what got you into the fitness industry in general? Oh, you know, I have always been involved in something sports or health and fitness related since really since high school my first job was refereeing um or umpiring parks and rec games um and I always played sports through high school in college my major was physical education so wanted to be a PE teacher I did Mm yeah and I also worked at the campus rec there so I just really never got away from it and when I was teaching PE um I was also coaching um, this is out in Nebraska, and then I got a part-time job also at a gym. Nice. So, what was I, the name of the gym in Nebraska? Westo Fitness. Westo. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. What what sports did you play growing up? I played tennis was my main sport. Really? Yeah. You played that all the way through high school, too? I did, yeah. Did you think about college as well? 
I did. I just got a little burnt out my senior year. Yeah. I always thought you played soccer just because your best friend was that soccer player. You know, everyone thinks I play soccer because I have the soccer body type, but I never did. I'm terrible at soccer. <laughs> really bad. Hmm. Me and Jeff used to play racquetball all the time, and I don't think he won seriously one time. Uh, I, I can't believe you brought up racquetball as a comparable to tennis. Oh, I know tennis players get mad at that. I don't. I like racquetball. See? And pickleball. Rac- hey, racquetball, yeah. pickleball. I mean, hey, I, I like to play. Yeah, I you're wasn't, just not good. That's fine. I mean, <laughs> Kyle was pretty good at, at racquetball. I'm not going to lie. Like, the guy is infectious when it comes to his skills with a racket. I didn't know it was going to be so hard. Uh, but you know what? When we first moved here, we knew nobody. And the gym that we went to had a racquetball court there. Uh, shout out um, the old world gym on in Merriam, Kansas. But we played racquetball there because it was free. It was awesome. And now like, they're gone. It is fun. I haven't played racquetball since that day. <laughs> Being dead serious. I don't think I have But either. I could definitely get down on pickleball again. So I'm good with that. What got you into tennis? That's not a common thing to be in. You know, usually it's like team sports, like you were saying, soccer. Or, yeah. You know, what got you into tennis? I played a lot of team sports growing up too. And even through high school I did. But tennis was what I was really good at. Uh-huh. Um Clayview for any of my Liberty friends that are listening old Clayview everyone played tennis everyone swam and everyone played tennis um we were up there all summer long is Clayview like a um like a rec center of some sort um it was like a community pool and tennis court area and like little clubhouse awesome so it was like the neighborhood area yeah Yeah. we just like ran that shit in the summer yeah um and so kind of from there I had a knack for it a little bit, so I started taking some lessons and then went from there. Legit, legit. So you, after you got done with school, what made you not go into being a PE teacher full-time? No, you did, though, didn't I you? I did, oh, yeah. Did you? Actually, nice. I did in Omaha for three years. Um, I taught PE, and then when I moved back to Kansas City, it was kind of an odd time. PE teachers, it's really hard to find a job because once you get one, you never leave. Like, I'm sure you can think back. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, you some have, of my high school PE teachers are still there. Yeah, like I know. 55-year-old PE teacher. Yeah. You're like, yeah. huh? Still kicking it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I couldn't find a job in PE when I came back to Liberty my first year. So I still stayed in, like, the health realm. Um, I got a job. It was called Modus Biologics and Sports Medicine. Mm -hmm. So um, I still was helping, like, I was learning a lot. They were treating sports-related injuries. So I was kind of learning that side of things and was a medical assistant there for a couple years before I started the gym. Very cool. That is cool. Well, what what I want to know is when you were a PE teacher, what what was it like about that job? Because on a serious note, you know, a lot of our listeners are wanting to make health and fitness their career somehow. Right. um, the basis of this podcast is to bring on people who have been able to do that and, um, you know, talk through the struggle because the many that, that don't make it into a career, it's just, they couldn't get past over that hump. Right. right. And I know that you've had, you know, many challenges along your way that you've been able to get through. Um, but the first one would be, is just that, you know, a lot of people think of, Oh, you know, I'd like to be a PE teacher. I love physical activity. I love teaching it to others. Let's do this, you know? So was it what you expected or what wasn't? Actually, I loved it. I really did. I loved even schooling going through What grades were you? Elementary, middle? So the first year I taught high school, 9 through 12, um, which was easy because I was already coaching up there, and that's kind of how I got in in there. And then my last two years I taught K through 6 at the elementary. Very, very different. (laughs) You get to pull out the parachute, though. Oh, parachute day, you remember, and the scooters. Oh, dude. Two best things. Mm. Throwing the thing up in the air and just call out the color and have to get in there before the thing falls. So fun. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I want to buy one just to have now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you just pull it out and the kids, like, get giddy when they come in. Absolutely. Year, 
Yeah. Parachute I really day is huge. It. Were you able to, to uh, let the kids play dodgeball? Um, we couldn't call it dodgeball, uh, but daisies is for what, sure. Yeah. <laughs> we called it a lot of different things. Yeah. <laughs> I got a little creative. I, I love to be creative in like the fitness aspect. So creating games and stuff for kids at that level was fun. That's cool. Yeah. The, uh, did you guys use like the foam balls or like kickballs? The foam balls. Right, right, right. balls are hard to throw, even for adults. Agreed. Yeah. They're not They're not easy in the hand. Yeah, but let's not. be honest, when you connect, I mean, it's just... <laughs> Boom. It's, yeah. It's, <laughs> when, you, when you do... Uh, so so PE teaching, okay. K through K through 6 versus 9 through 12. Mm-hmm. Which one did you enjoy more and why? I actually... I did enjoy teaching at the high school level more. Um, it was just... They wanted... Well, I won't say that. Not everyone wanted to be in PE class for sure. But the, the classes that I taught, they did. It was more like advanced classes, um, sports specific stuff. Mm-hmm. So they were learning like the rules of sports. And we literally just played all day. Different sports, ultimate frisbee, basketball, oh, yeah. everything. And I played with them. Nice. So, I mean, you had to have a, living, yeah, living the dream. Not, that's not a bad job. It's not a bad job. <laughs> yeah. Like what else do you want? You know, and you're like fresh out of college. Fresh and so like college. You, you could actually like hang out with these people. And it was entertaining to, to you know, guide them in the right direction. I could definitely so relate to them for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So moving back to what was so during that time when you're teaching those uh, different sports, what was your favorite one to do? Honestly, ultimate frisbee was so fun. Was it? Yeah. Uh, him. <laughs> Man, I, here we are. Just I had no idea that you would like to throw a frisbee. I'm like, it's my calling in life. That's okay, literally what he it. wants to do all the time. Call me up whenever. <laughs> I mean, like I play frisbee golf. I like to play ultimate frisbee. I just like throwing a frisbee. It's fun. Yeah, I was at a very, a very well off school. So we had like frisbee golf and everything to set up so we did play that as well it was fun was I mean, it a we private had school like or was it like no it's kind of comparable i would say to like liberty or staley uh-huh. like i mean they just they had resources and stuff for yeah. the pe teachers like they cared about their kids fitness and you know how they did in sports and stuff so they had all the stuff that's really you know? cool yeah i we we call it disc golf in the uh you know if you actually go out and play but i mean everybody just calls it frisbee golf yeah. doesn't play so that's all right we I always can, thought we'll badminton was the, the best part of that, you know, like. Of PE? We, oh, yeah. Did you guys ever play badminton? Yeah, we did, for sure. Yeah, badminton was legit. It just had to get rid of all, I mean, all the kids had to giggle first over the shuttlecock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. That's true. Yeah. Teacher, teacher's going to say cock. That's yeah, got awesome. Got to get, <laughs> get rid of that first, and then we can start playing. Yeah, but that's once typically that's out of the way. And then swinging the racket as hard as you possibly can when you oh, hold yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Just swinging it randomly. <laughs> So wildly for no reason. <laughs> so, really dangerous. Yeah. For K Everybody six. does it. He Everybody, also. as soon as you get a racket, it's like, well, you know, when the dad gets the barbecue tongs out, he's got to click them three times. Like, yeah. you, you just got to, you got to check on the not. racket. As soon as you get a badminton racket, you just start swinging it wildly because mm-hmm. it's so light. Sorry. Go ahead. It's like a fly swatter. <laughs> the, uh, what I was going to ask is, uh, you know, when you were at the, it was a sports performance place you were at before you started your gym. Is that correct? Um, Sports medicine. Sports medicine. So yep. what made you decide you wanted to leave there and open up your own gym? Ooh, this is a weirder, this, this is not, so this is this transition. So Abby started out of a garage. I, I know. did. So we got to start, how did you get a first client in your garage? My first client was my dad. Oh. Um, shout out Bill Fish. Shout out Bill. We all <laughs> love Bill. Um, you know, my dad was super, super out of shape. I mean, very, like he desperately needed a change in his life. Um, and I was kind of missing that aspect. You know, I lost teaching PE and working at a gym all at once. Like, I loved what I did um, as a medical assistant because I was learning a lot. Um, but I was like, you know what? I think there's a bunch of shit flying around on Marketplace. I'm just going to buy a couple things and help my dad out of my garage. 
So I did. Um, and from there, it just kind of went. I My mom joined my brother and my sister-in-law. Um, and then my neighbors started coming. And then I started posting it. And it became a thing. That's and, awesome. And so so <clears throat> you said your, was it your sister? You said your sister-in-law? My sister-in-law. Sister-in-law, your mom. They all just do. Now, were you doing this, um, the same kind of method that you're doing now in the sense of uh, kind of a class um, circuit training, if you will, yeah. for the lack of a better term. Right. Uh, were you doing that with your dad, with your mom, all them back then as well? Mm-hmm. And we would do it once during the week and once on the weekend I would hold like classes. Um, so, yeah, they would do a little bit of hit training with me, really minimal equipment. Like, I mean, hardly anything. Very so, cool, though. Yeah. Did you guys put mats down? We did. I bought awesome. some mats off of Marketplace as well. Put some mats down in the garage, and we never parked cars in there. I think yeah. that, that goes to, that says a lot about when you're passionate about something, you just find a way to make it work, you know? Yeah. You obviously found something you're passionate about, and it was like, you know, started out small, and then now it's grown into, how many members do you guys have now? Oh, Right now, maybe 125 members. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's, and it's, 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 and it's all class-based, correct? Mm-hmm, no correct. There's not like an open gym session for that. No open gym, just mm-hmm. classes and then one-on-one training. It's just me in there. But what I want everybody to listen to on this is that like Abby had no idea, you know, what to expect on anything besides she saw a problem and started solving it. And that's something that a lot of people just they let fear take over from being able to do that. And maybe it was helpful that it was your dad, that it was your, you know, it was their garage or your garage at the time. Um, And it's just one of those things where you didn't see how it was going to all, you know, kind of take off like it did. But the Mm -hmm. thing that I love about it, uh, about your story, um, is if you've ever been to Abby's gym or have connected with Abby or, um, you know, followed her page, etc., her culture at All Sizes Fitness is like second to none. It's, It's very much like hard to replicate or I would just say untouchable. Because of the level of which she cares about her members. And it all starts with she cared enough about her dad to be like, hey, we need to do something about this. Right. You know what I mean? And so I think it just really speaks to who you are. And it's super special because like you just need to get around one of those classes once to see it. Um, but to go from um, a garage gym to saying like, hey, I'm going to start a gym. I'm going to actually sign a lease. I'm going to put, you know, my future on the line, all of you know my savings on the line, et cetera. Um, all the while... Um, you know, you were transitioning as far as leaving a job to come do this full time. How did you go about being okay with that? How long did it take for you to say, all right, I can, I can leave, you know, this cush job where I'm making good money to taking all this risk. Um, it was definitely scary. I had an amazing boss at the place that I was working at, but it was in Overland Park and I was, I mean, my house is still in Liberty. So it was a drive out there in the commute during rush hour. Um, kind of made me start thinking in that direction. You know, I was doing the garage thing for a while and it was picking up. Um, when I first started, I had no other intention than just training my family because they had never nor would ever be comfortable in a gym. They just wouldn't, um, no matter what. So, and did you charge them back then is a good question as well. I charged them $5 a class. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So then when it did start picking up, I was like, you know, maybe, I could do this in the future if uh, something came available or maybe I might start looking and reaching out to people who are doing it and seeing if I could help teach classes or whatever. Um, And then all of a sudden, the spot that I am at still now, um, it was a fitness facility before and she closed. um, And they reached out to me and were like, hey, we know 
that you've been doing this a little bit, would you have any interest in even just looking at the space to see if it'd be something you would want to do? Um, so that week I went and looked at it, talked with my boss out in Overland Park, and I was like, I think I'm going to do this. It's crazy, um, but I'm going to. It was it. like a perfect spot, too. I couldn't yeah. believe that, like, they were, you know, they were calling it quits there. I think, like, that's a phenomenal spot. Yeah. I mean, it is a great spot, and it's five minutes from my house, too, which is amazing. So... She let me continue working there a little bit from home, um, kind of doing like the online part from home while I was working on getting the gym together. Um, and I really just pushed for like two months and had everything done and open. So I didn't really have time to second guess or be scared, you know. I just, um, maybe it was stupid, but it turned out, you know, no, it worked out. Action but, uh, a lot of times is better yeah. than a plan. You could have so, the best plan in the world, but if you don't, you know, take action, it doesn't matter. And yeah. That's, that's kind of how we got introduced to you too, Abby, because we were opening up our supplement superstores in Liberty around the same time, I believe. Yeah. I was and thinking about the day today. I was like, I know I met Jeff at some point before I had actually opened my doors. I just don't yeah. remember. But that I, happened. Here's, yeah. And I don't remember this either in the sense of, I don't know how I even got introduced to you. Um, or, you know, seeing the, the progress of all sizes fitness opening, I think maybe just somebody that I followed was supporting you and like resharing, right. um, that you were, you know, opening this gym soon, so to speak in Liberty. And, um, I remember you like, you know, being engaging with your following asking, Hey, what color do you think we should paint this wall? Or, you know, what do you guys think of this logo versus this logo or something along those lines? I don't think you even knew the name yet, maybe, at the time when I started following you. I you, didn't. I don't know if it was know? called All Sizes Fitness yet. What was the other names you were considering, maybe? None. I tried to Google gym names. Do you know how <laughs> I, if you know anything about me, I could look at two simple decisions, like a black and an almost black, and it would I would stress about it all day. <laughs> so to pick a gym name that's going to be on the business forever, right. you know, from what I knew. For um, three years. I'm sorry. Yeah, for, for three short years. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I Googled it. There you go. That's, and you know what's name funny? Name generator? Is that what you used? I was something? like, name of you know how, you know how Post, <laughs> Did you know that's how Post Malone got his name? Really? It yeah. Was he, he went to a rap name generator yeah. and put in his name, Austin Post. And then it popped out Post Malone. And he was like, all right, that's my rapper name. That's you know, for real. How it that works. Went, that's how that went down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you, yeah, Google gym names and all sizes fitness popped up for mm-hmm. real. Cause yeah, I'm like, for real. that sounds, well, I mean like it's such a, I felt like it spoke so well to, you know, your clientele. Right. Um, it was just saying like, Hey, we're accepting of everybody. We mm-hmm. are a hundred percent like positivity in here. And, um, you know, and you got guys and girls in there. It's not mm-hmm. like it was all females. You right. know what I mean? And, uh, the results speak for themselves. I mean, the amount of challenges that we've done together, um, and, and the ones that you've done on your own, they, the results have just been incredible. Like, have you always done eight weeks or have they changed a little bit? Um, we've dabbled in a little of everything, four, six, eight. It's been a while since you've done a challenge, right? It's been a long time. Are we done with them? No, I'm thinking maybe in the new year. Okay. Yeah. I I got really burnt out. Um, it's just me in there and I really put everything I have into it. Um, and now that I have an 18 month old, like we talked about, he is busy. So if I go to write one email or a text, which like I'm known for not happening, never (laughs) responding to text messages. And this is why I go to respond and it's not happening. Jeff, sometimes I'll try and explain that to him. I'm like, Hey dude, when I get home from work at like, you know, five or six, it's like my life is gone. It's just, it's like a black hole of like, I just deal with kids. That's Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Until I, until they go to bed and then Um, they get up out of bed and then then they come into my bed. You're just also night, night. I mean, I wish there's like the one thing if, you know, if we could just let the people at Apple (laughs) listen to this for the love of all that is holy, make it a thing to unread a text or to at least like put a pin in it. 
That's you true. know what I'm saying? There needs to be something <laughs> where you can like, go back. I do the same like, thing. Uh, like it's someone it asks you a notification. A, someone asks you a text that you don't have the answer to immediately, and you're like, "I'll come back to that." And one, you're like, "Well, I got five texts in between coming back to that," and you just like you got one buried. Year you, later, you, yeah, yeah, you totally lose it. So, a- Abby, I got a question for you. So, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, in America, the obesity problem is only getting worse, um, and a lot of what attributes that is that people will come into um, they'll come into a gym or they'll get into a workout program and then they'll fall off the wagon. It's right. something that we deal with a lot. Somebody will come into our store, we'll write them out a meal plan, we'll, we'll motivate them while they're in the plan, but it's, it's the hardest part is making sure that somebody sticks to the plan. You have a lot of success with keeping the members that you, um, you know, get to sign up with you to stay around. What do you attribute that to? What do you think the most important thing is that you guys do that makes people stick around and, and believe that you, that you can deliver deliver on the results. Uh, you're, the, you're their solution and there's no, the grass isn't greener anywhere else. Right. I will say I'm so proud of this. My turnover is really none. Once they join, you know, they might, they think they're coming for the fitness, but they stay. I would say that to them. I'm like, oh, you come for the fitness, but you stay for the family, which is so true. Like they come in and it really is like a different, I'm biased obviously, but it is just a different feeling in mm-hmm. there than I've ever felt. And I've been in tons of gyms. Um, but we just genuinely like each other. And if you like the people that you're around, um, whether or not you love the workout every single day, nobody does, you know, nobody's motivated every single day, but if you know, your people are there, it's mm-hmm. going to keep you coming back or your people sure. check up the on settings you, you know? intimate too i mean like your guys's space <clears throat> doesn't have like a ton a ton of glass windows in it right like i feel like a lot of other gyms do and it just forces you to be with the people you're there with all the time you yeah. can't just get lost looking around you know what i mean yeah and so i felt like i you know i i, I signed up and uh and did all sizes fitness for i believe it was like a 90 day mm-hmm. membership or so yeah. i did the challenge with everybody jeff went for it did he win Dude, you I didn't had, win. Dude, you I didn't had, win, dude. Uh, let's, let's You're embarrassing real, me. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I, I, I embarrassed I, you long before that. <laughs> yeah, I've been embarrassing you for over 10 years now. <laughs> The thing is, I uh, you know, when you're also giving a prize for the winner, I felt like it would have been pretty mean to win. You know what I mean? True. Oh, that's why. Jeff didn't try. He guys, was like, yeah, I don't want to. He wanna, was letting <laughs> everyone else win. I don't want to. You guys want to talk some shit. That's fine. But <laughs> let's just be real. I've had some ridiculous transformations in my yeah. life. I've lost 60 pounds four times. Yeah, that's true. Your so body can fluctuate. That's <laughs> like, if you guys want to go down the path, like, hey, I can I can work on this before picture a little longer if you want. The can, only turnover you've had in the gym is sitting right in front <laughs> yeah, of yeah. you. The like, only person that's left is right here. <laughs> I bought a temp membership and it was awesome. And when I was there, I was just going to say, during the classes, um, you just found yourself getting closer to the people that you're there with. And everybody was like super warm, super welcoming, took an interest in you. Um, and like during the class, like during the death that was during the class, mm-hmm. Abby would stop and be like, hey, Jeff, I saw what's going on with your house. Uh, you know, I saw you guys just started doing this to your renovations. And I'd be like gasping for air, like, yeah, I'll talk to you about it later. Um, I'll <laughs> I get can't to, breathe. Y'all come back to that, you know. Um, but culture, yeah. it's such, it's such yeah. a big deal. And you know, that's the thing that we always try and talk to our employees about too, is like, you have to understand it cannot be transactional. It can't be like, you know, ulterior motives. It's just gotta be like, that's what you are and that's who you are. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, from that, from an outside perspective, looking at you guys' gym, that's what it feels like is that everybody that's in that gym cares about one another right. and that goes a long way. We like yeah. to hang out too. You know, yeah. we don't always do gym stuff because that's not real life. We have a beer fridge in our gym because we do a lot of fun. Is that's that awesome. new? I wasn't there when I was there. Was Jeff's going to sign back up. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, you guys are not doing. You guys are not doing the beer. Like, fridge why are you not service. advertising that? Yeah, yeah, I, know. yeah. Um, I don't like to advertise it, but it is there. Yeah, and everyone who's a member does know about it. You keep it stocked. Oh yeah, it's fully stocked. We have a Protein Bros uh, beer fridge as well. Uh, Luke, do we need a drink? Do we need a drink right now? Do you now? need a Mountain Dew? I, no, I wish. No, I do don't. need one. We don't have any. But we do have Trulies. Would you like a Truly? You know, why not? Would you like a wine? Sure. Let's, let's get her a Truly. Okay. Black cherry? Or what, are, what are you a fan of? What do you got? Passion fruit? That's... Mango? Mango's perfect. Mango? I, I still have yet to have a Truly. Toss it. Any seltzer I've never had. Really? Yeah. I've kind of stuck to my guns on it now. I've, I've gone so far, oh. I feel like I can't. I'm now. good. Yep, I'm good. Got it. The claw is the law. What, what do you think? You think? Do you think the uh, truly or the white claw is better? Can I get some S two coasters, please? Luke, I am not going to drink this. It's been years, and I've Luke, been, Kyle, can I get a reach? Oh yeah, two coasters, please. Oh. Thank you. Sony, who's you guys yeah. have a beer fridge? We have a beer fridge because we like to hang out outside of fitness as well, and sometimes the two, you know, intertwine. Yeah. So, what's your favorite beer then? I don't love beer. I'm not oh. gonna lie. I'm like a big wine gal. Yeah. Yeah. So we got you wine at the last uh, fundraising event that you did. That you did. What's Come your on, favorite? Dude. What's your favorite wine? I am not picky. Yeah. Red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, like I got you red. P- you did. Did you enjoy really the Josh? Wasn't it Josh or it was, was it Justin? Justin. The yeah. Justin wine. It was really good. Yeah, I've heard good things. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hannah, shout out Hannah. She was the one that actually told me to get her that. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not super. I, I just know like Pinot Noir. I like that. That'll do. If I'm gonna have one. That'll do for me as well. That'll do. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the uh, Menage a Trois one that has three reds blended together? It's so good. I heard it's phenomenal. I mean, why would you get anything else? It's eight dollars for yeah. a whole bottle of that. So that's exactly stuff. what my wife would say. That's the go. That, that's <laughs> she gets the, uh, the go to uh, for everybody that I know. I always just keep it in the house, but I never drink it. Yeah. There's a white uh, as well, but no one's ever tried it. I yeah. Why would you? Right. Why, why would you? <laughs> when it comes to all right. Let's transition away from booze because we could go down that chicken tender, you know, rabbit hole that we could already okay. did with wine. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was getting to know Abby, she said, you know, she was always like straight business, but then like randomly would just like sprinkle in like, uh, after this, I'm going to take some wine over to my parents. And you would like walk down the street drinking yeah. wine, <laughs> like in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. We live like a half a mile away. So I would call it happy hour back, the happy hour backpack. I would fill the backpack with the drinks and then I would walk to my parents with a road soda with a road soda and we would have the happy hour and now Tori Schubert ah, shout out Tori yeah. also moved down the street with me and now we do backpack happy hour oh that's that's the move obviously obviously know what you guys are gonna be doing now is be pushing your strollers drinking wine oh yeah it holds way more than the backpack you know what I'm saying yeah yeah it's a great point yeah gosh forgot all about that Dude, uh, so so next question I have for you. Barrett's going to be hitting on Charlie is what's going to happen. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, that'd be an awesome, yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to grow up together. That's going to be pretty cool. Uh, when it comes to uh, your gym culture, mm-hmm. right, you do a lot of these events outside uh, of the gym. Like I know you've done, like even, and you also support local businesses. I've seen you've done like sipping shops. Um, you also do like, a, you know, like a, a meetup night at like, let's say at the landing, for example. Um what what made you what drove you to start doing those kind of activities? Because I think a lot of gyms reach for doing things like to, to build culture. They'll throw like a you know party at the gym. Or they'll do um, you know uh, just different events, but it's always at the gym. You know what I mean? What what yeah. drove you to do it outside of the gym? And do you feel like that's made a difference for you? I 
Don't know. Honestly, when I moved back from Omaha, I was there for a long time. So when I moved back, I really didn't know anybody. Um, I had like my couple of friends from high school, you know, mm-hmm. but when I opened the gym, they really became my people and any personal trainer. It's, it's almost like it was a big class style gym, but the same relationship as a personal trainer would have with their one-on-one clients. And I wanted it to be that way. Um, and then you know, they became my friends in and outside of the gym and then they became each other's friends too. So it was just, it just kind of happened. We just vibed together. Yeah. I mean the, and I said like the culture, I think it's important to annotate that when you are, when you have these people who are buying into you, um, that you didn't have any ulterior motive to it. You weren't thinking like, I just need to, you know, generate more business, et cetera. Matter of fact, I feel like you capped the classes at, you know, a smaller rate than you needed to, you Mm -hmm. know, just to keep the classes more intimate. And when you get the culture, the way, the way that, the way that you have it, I think it really can only happen from genuinely caring about every individual. Yeah. And they saw that, you know, from the way that you're like the questions that you ask are all very personal. They're not, you're not just saying like, Hey guys, how's, you know, how's your day been? You know, how's the weather outside? You know what I mean? Like you didn't do anything surface level. So like, I know too much about my clients. (laughs) Yeah. I really do. Do they know too much about you? Yeah. (laughs) It's the two way street for sure. I'm with you. What's, um, I was going to say what's, what's, you know, for anybody who's listening, who might be wanting to make a jump like you did and start working for themselves. What would you say the biggest mistake that you made in the transition of going from being an employee to a business owner? Oh, or something you wish you could go back and do better. You know, I wish the COVID didn't happen, but that's really uncontrollable. Yeah, that, that was, was a, a big hit for the business. That was a kick in the nuts. <laughs> um, but things I could control, honestly, I don't know. I I don't feel like I would go back and really change anything. Mm. I kind of liked. The way that things happen. The lessons that you learned along the way are all Yeah, and for sure there were. Like, it was far more expensive than I ever thought. Um, And when I opened, I just thought in my head, okay, I'm not going to buy a bunch of equipment because I don't want to. I don't want to renovate a bunch of stuff. I don't want to get in a bunch of debt um, right off the bat. So I'm just going to use what I had off from the garage, but there's so many other expenses oh, we yeah. just don't think about. People um, don't understand overhead until they get into business. We didn't understand overhead until we got right. into business. Yeah, we're like, flow oh, what? Why, why does a sign cost that much on a retail store? Right. You know? mm-hmm. it's just <laughs> like, Little things like that that yeah. I just had. I was really naive yeah. to those things. I was like, oh, yeah, let's start a business. Did yeah. you have anybody to help mentor you along the way in the beginning? You know what I mean? With those, with those kind of decisions you were making along the way. I mean, who were you bouncing things off of? Google, honestly. And I really didn't. Um, maybe that would be my biggest mistake is not reaching out to someone to ask those questions. Too, Dude, I think though that the, the fact that you jumped from being an employee to a business owner um, was able to build a culture like you have. And you basically said, hey, I'm, I'm going to figure it out. And if, if I have a question, I'm going to go to Google. I think that self-determination is why you've had so much success is because a lot of people would be like, I don't know what to yeah, do. I mean, or that, like that they skill have- set alone. I mean, just being able to problem solve like that. I mean, that you could I mean, you could stick Abby in pretty much any you know different company or organization and she's just going to solve problems because you're thinking like that. You know what I mean? Um, when people come to somebody and say, hey, why didn't this get done? They come back with like, a, well, I came to this, you know, um, wall and mm-hmm. I couldn't get through it. And it's like, well, what did, you, what did you do to try to problem solve there? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, like have, it, maybe Google didn't give you the best advice or whatever, but you learned. Have you That's ever, true. have you ever seen the website? Uh, what would Google say dot com? No. 
So we we had a, our vice president of uh, supplement superstores. The stores. actual website, guys, is called Let Me Google That For You. Let, him, let me Google that for you. Okay. If you want to so check it, it's awesome. It was uh, our, <laughs> our vice president. If you would ask him a stupid question through email, he'd just reply back to that question with that. And it basically would link you. Would, here's to, your answer. Yeah, yeah. And it was Google. It would type it into Google for you and it would Google it. <laughs> and, and on the screen. So like, let's say, you know, you said like, hey, man, you know, when does this close? He would actually Google that on let me Google that for you.com and then type in the question, et cetera. And then it gives you this link to hand back to somebody. And then there's like a video that plays of like the letters to being typed into Google. You and it says like, see, was that so hard? You this can't feel dumber yeah. than getting that email from your boss. I'm definitely going to take it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just to make people feel very small. That's right? what I'm taking away from this podcast. Yeah. It it's made, a, it's it made a great me, uh, link. Everybody yeah. should go to it. It's, it's pretty funny, but it made me stop asking him dumb questions and stop asking dumb questions in general and just start, you know, Problem solving on Problem your Problem solving. Mm-hmm. Exactly what you did the whole time you're opening your business. And so speaking of your business, we're at how many years now? I'll be coming up on three years in January. Wild. Wild. Wow. It feels like it's been four, but that, that COVID year just kind of screwed everything up. I know. How did you guys <laughs> navigate COVID? Oh, it sucked so bad. Um, actually, our gym, my clients handled it very well. I couldn't have asked for better clients that really pulled me through that but I was also very pregnant at the time so that was just a nice little stress yeah icing on the cake yeah Yeah. um so we really were picking up a lot of steamer right at our year mark um I this is when I bought pretty much all the equipment that you see in there now like a a month before COVID I bought all of that big investment yeah big investment where it's going awesome I have way bigger plans than what I have been previously doing for the gym. Um, and then COVID hit and I was like eight months pregnant and, you know, we stayed open for a little bit, kind of like everyone else did. And then when they forced the shutdown or whatever, I sent out an email. Um, and at this point I, like I told you, I know all my members, um, and they all know each other too. And I just said, Hey, I totally understand. Like I'll pause your membership immediately. Um, if that's what you want me to do, you're not getting what you signed up for. But if you stick with me, like this is my only form of income and we don't know, nobody knew what was going on or how long it was going to be going on. Um, I said, if you stick with me, I promise I'll make it worthwhile. Like we'll still do the fitness thing. Promise. And I did not lose one membership during that time. Nobody canceled theirs, which like I said, my clients are so amazing. I love them so much. Um, before that, but especially that's just so incredible. I was about to say that not one person, not one person stopped their membership. Even if they didn't return after COVID, they kept it that whole time during the shutdown because bills don't stop. Um, you know, um, but we did, we did the fitness thing. We did, we used Facebook live. I woke my pregnant ass up every, (laughs) every morning and went to drove to the gym and we did a Facebook live and they followed along. Like they got super resourceful with what they had at home. Um, and then we did like five different themed 5Ks. Like we're super weird and nerdy, but we did, you know, we set them up. And Let's I talk about some of these themed 5Ks. Okay. Which, what's Dude, the I love, I love how I outside the box that the, yeah. like thinking is like, yeah. it's, it's like, you know, a lot of people were doing the, you know, over uh, through the internet, you know, training, but like to say, hey, we're going to meet up and do these 5Ks. That's all. Awesome. Like do fitness, yeah. but let's make it fun. You know what I mean? Like you and put your like, all sizes like spice on everything. You the know? PE thing really came in handy there. Like yeah. there's this loop near my house and I would walk to the loop and take chalk and like get down on my hands and knees and write out exercises. It's like this three mile loop. Um, but kids were home at this time too. And right. my demographic, like everyone has kids, kids. at home going crazy. 
crazy. And before COVID, like g- the gym was their one hour of time, probably throughout the day they had without their kids. Yeah. A little therapeutic. Yeah. yeah. And so they needed to get their kids out of the house. So they did the loop with their kids. And like, that was one of my, maybe my proudest, one of my proudest moments, you know, to see almost every member drove their kids to this loop and we would do it like once a week. It's like a straight up actual family <laughs> in that moment. You yeah. Know I mean? like it really brought was. all these families together. And here's the cool part. Like, let's all try to go back to that time. I mean, you didn't get a lot of interaction with anybody, no. you know? And so like, God, that must've filled your cup quite a bit. Oh yeah. We would get see each other and yeah. like yell from across the loop to the people on the other side. It was fun. And you know, it's like all we had at that time. Right. But it's your only real interaction. Yeah, we did. It was do. wild. That was, that was the beginning of that was so scary. Cause I remember as being a business owner, it was just like, Oh no, this yeah, is a big deal. You, right. you, our whole business is face to face. Yeah. And we don't all, sell stuff online and we don't, right. we, don't, we don't sell a single thing online and all your, all, all of you, your, uh, you, you know, your value is, is, is in the store face for us face to face Same for you. And, really? and like yeah. Instagram is like boosting posts that have the stay at home tag. And I'm like, for the love of God, tell people they're allowed to leave. Like, yeah. yes. <laughs> like they're not going to die if they come to my store. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're going to keep everything sanitary and so on and so forth. We were a, we were considered a, um, you know, an essential business. Right. And so like we got to stay open, but it was like, but you're a bad person if you, if you leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was literally, that was, that was the propaganda at the yeah. time, you know? And it's like, you know, um, and of course it was only 14 days though, which was good. Yeah. Stop the curve or flatten the curve. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Stay I home for like, two weeks. Oh, it's only 14 days. I remember having that conversation with you. Like it's only going to be 14 days. Yeah. Wow. Wasn't it Wasn't 15? It three months? Wasn't days, it yeah. 15 days though? <laughs> yeah. I think it was actually 15. Oh, whatever so. it was. Oh, I was laughing. Cause like, yeah, we're on year and a half of 15 days. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So at least we don't have crazy. to be closed. Um, well, make sure we don't close for Omicron or whatever. It's, that's the new one. You know? Omicron. The one that's yeah. the, the one the that's transformer that's, name. It's targeting kids, probably. Probably for sure. Um, yeah, <laughs> probably. For well, sure. we we'll, could really go off on that. We'll yeah. keep uh, we'll keep the politics down. But anyways, moving forward, <laughs> you are opening a new segment of business, if you will. Mm-hmm. Or are we going to just get into the full rebrand? Just call it a rebranding. Yeah, maybe a Are collaboration. Expl- yeah, I guess, as I say, you, you explain say. it in your in your description of of what you're going through. Okay, so during COVID, after we reopened, um, I was at a difficult point in my life, and I thought I was going to lose the business. Um, so actually, again, shout out Tori Schubert, like just saving the day multiple times <laughs> um, in this podcast. She was working out with Bailey, I believe, at my gym. Um, you guys like brought your you know, post-workout and whatever. Um, and she said, gosh, I just went to a workout last week and it's so much like this called Aaron fit. And I had never heard of it, um, before. And this was the time when I, none of my members knew, but I really thought that my business was really coming to an end and I had no control over it. Um, so those relationships that I built, like I can't just leave these people high and dry. Most of them had never been to a gym before, um, and I'm like, what am I going to do for my people? So I went to Aaron fit met Aaron Becker, who you guys had on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, and shout out Aaron, obviously shout out Aaron. Hi. Um, (laughs) and really we just had a really good connection, became really good friends. And we had a lot of the same thoughts on business and he ran his gym very similar to how I run mine and cared about every single one of his clients. So I went once and I was like, I'm coming back next week with all my people. And we did. And then it just became a thing. And it was in the summer and he did those Friday happy hours. So we would come and we would work out like 20 of us from ASF or, you know, would come over 
every Friday and then we would go get drinks afterwards. And one of the times Aaron joined us and we just, um, we connected, like I said, on a friendship level there as well. And it just kind of sparked and our gyms really vibed together and loved to do things. We did a ton of different um, fundraisers, like our gyms always supported each other um, and had a really good time together. And that's been, you know, over a year now. And it's been an idea we've tossed around like, hey, we're both going to the gym at the same time, running the same classes with the same people. They go back and forth. All the time, yeah. All the time. Mm -hmm. And I love being in his gym. He loves being in mine. And he has some awesome trainers that he acquired during COVID too. And we all just get along really well. It's like a group of like-minded people and we just shoot the shit in there. We all know each other's clients. It's so fun. I can't explain it. And so a couple months ago, we just decided we're doing it. So we are doing it. We're joining the two gyms together, Aaron Fit in all sizes, making A2 Fitness. That's awesome. A2 Fitness, y'all. You heard it here probably second. Big, but, big plug. But A2 Fitness, look it up. It's going to be actually located inside of the formerly known as All Sizes Fitness building, but you guys are expanding and growing on the inside too, correct? Correct. Tell us more about what you're adding to the gym experience and what was All Sizes Fitness prior and what can people look forward to in A2 Fitness moving forward? Oh gosh, I feel like ASF evolved as its own, just as I evolved as a trainer. Um, Like anything, when you start something, you're not awesome at it. So I feel I really come into my own in the last year in in terms of type of training. Um, So now we mostly strength strength train, whereas when we started, it's still class style, but when we started, I would just, you know, burpee the shit out of you or a squat jump. We didn't have a lot of stuff. I remember. Yeah, Jeff experienced <laughs> this. Um, Jeff hates a burpee. During hates a burpee. was my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, so really my gals and guys are super into the lifting now, the mechanics of it. They love to talk when they, I just get so proud sometimes. Like I told you before, and now you're probably thinking, Abby, you are long-winded, even though we didn't think you were. <laughs> but my clients know this and they'll be like, Abby, just seriously shut up. But I'll stop the class and be like, you guys are making me so proud today. I'm just having a moment. You guys just told me, is this more of a hip hinge or like more of a squat? And the fact that these people who literally had never done anything fitness related would, would use those never terms. never go in a traditional gym. Yeah. 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 And they're lifting heavier than me. I mean, they're strong. And so ASF has evolved on its own. And Aaron Fit was kind of going that way as well. So we're still the class style gym that we are, but we're adding more personal training. Obviously, that's what Aaron does mostly. And he does it so well. Um, and then Nick Griffith, who I think is the best sports performance trainer that I've ever come across and I've come across a lot like coaching and working in schools and different gyms um so he's bringing his business it is called Elevate You shout out Nick and he has two um employees underneath him so they're mm-hmm. coming um very th- cool we know Nick he's a good yeah, dude yeah mm-hmm. yeah and he then was a zone six before right he was yeah, super good guy and two other zone six trainers as well Megan and James are coming um and we have I don't want to give too much away because we are offering a lot more that we just don't want to talk about yet, but it's going to be kind of a one-stop shop for you and your family's fitness needs, you know? Very cool. So, uh, so I guess kids with, will be able to get in shape there is what you're saying. Mm-hmm, yeah. Subtly. With, yeah. Mm-hmm. Without, without giving away too much then what, you know, long-term, what do you see um, A2 growing into? Um, I think A2 just, We'll carry on the community of ASF and Aaron Fit, and we'll just see where that takes us because our people, our current people, you know, are our number one. They've got us to where we are, and they've evolved with us as trainers um, and been so loyal to us and followed us. So 
really making sure we still tend to them and stick behind what we offer. Like Jess said, I used, I did used to cap the classes, you know, before what we could hold, because that's all I could handle as one trainer. I felt like they weren't getting the value of it. I couldn't be everywhere, but now we have lots of trainers. So we just, and we have lots of new equipment coming. Um, it's just a lot of space to grow and see where it does go. I'm excited you know? for you guys. It's awesome. I'm yeah. super pumped. Yeah. And you got good people working for you. Um, we know Nick. I know uh, Bailey Turpin's with you guys now. Yeah. We're friends with Bailey. We love Bailey. She's yeah. awesome. Um, are you guys going to um, look at potentially a second location anytime? Not at the moment. Uh, we just want to make an already good thing even better first. So we just really want to nail Did down you happen to read that book I once bought you? You know you what, have? Jeff? I found that the other day and I gave it to Aaron also. <laughs> yeah, and I did. And I was thinking about that. What I, book is it? The E-Myth. Oh, it's you classic. Get, you've given me multiple books too, but I had like a stack of, you know. Have I given you multiple? Yeah, I think you've given me at least so, two so books. Yeah. In, in I don't that, the E-Myth was like just a game changer. And I mean, you, you wrote me you a have, note in the front too. Yeah. In, uh, the, in that. Uh, I meant that note, whatever mm-hmm. it said. It, it, <laughs> I don't remember what I said, but I saw it again. It was meaningful, though. Yeah. It was very meaningful. Yeah. So, are you? Is so the E myth is obviously about the going through the cycle of being a you know employee to an operator to an entrepreneur. Is that the ultimate goal? Is to eventually be able to delegate more uh, responsibility to other people and continue to grow the business that way. That's been like the biggest question too amongst our members. Like, are we going to see you guys less? Yeah. Um, honestly, probably not. It's my favorite part. I would rather delegate the other things. Um, and be present. Like that is what I'm good at. I'm not great at the business side. I won't say that I ever have been. Honestly, I've relied on Google, Google. for God's sake. Um, but I think you're better than what you give yourself credit for. <laughs> well, thank you. But relating to the members, and that's where I like to be that's every, where, that's every day. What, that's clearly what fills your cup. That's what gives yeah. you a lot of purpose. I honestly yeah. don't think, you know, with that, in the E-Myth, they talk about you focusing on what you're good at, yeah. spe- at, specializing at what specifically makes you special in this business. And so it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you delegate away, you know, it means that you would be delegating classes. the stuff you don't like doing. Yeah. The yeah. business side and of also things you, you get to operate every day. You know? yeah. yeah. What makes you guys' business special, there, there's a key part of it that is you, you know, and that, you know, your, your people interacting with you on a regular basis. So you don't want right. to delegate that away. Mm-hmm. Your staff, um, your staff, you personally, you and, you know, Aaron personally, um, <clears throat> it's a, it's a genuine family because of how much you guys care. And, and obviously they trust you. You know, and so yeah. it's one of those things where you can't pull you out and, it, and it'd be the same business. It's a different business. It doesn't mean they can't work. It's just that you're a, a huge piece of that puzzle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So um, I'm, I'm pumped to see what you guys can do with A2, especially with the amount of different things you guys have coming. Um, is there anything more about A2 you'd want people to know while they're listening? Honestly, I think that A2 would be the best, like I said, one-stop shop for any general population and that meaning like all of us sitting at this table like none of us are competing in a bodybuilding show you know none of us have super specific goals like anyone that's just general population you can get come into a2 fitness and have a really good fitness experience like it really is for everyone and that's honestly like i love the way you phrase (laughs) that as in a fitness experience because most people can't even get in the door of a gym because they can't get over like 
their their preconceived notions they have on what a gym is supposed to be to them, right? right. They they can't walk into a general gym and, and you know they see the bros and they see like you know intimidation whatever it may be. They never give themselves a chance to to fall in love with fitness and how it makes them feel, how empowered it can make you uh, by just doing something and making it your own idea versus what you think that's been forced on you as far as what fitness right. is supposed to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, uh, uh, you know, your, your story earlier about, you know, your gen pop, you know, if you will, uh, members talking about like hip hinge, something that's like very specific, Yeah. you know, someone that would never think to talk like that. And all of a sudden they're, they're, they're getting into it. That's just, that's something special. Uh, we had a, we had JP price on here earlier on the podcast and he owns a, you know, a barbell based gym, right? Strong barbell club. And, um, he's got women that are 300 plus pounds deadlifting Yeah, and just their the empowerment. It's yeah. It's exciting to see like the people light up when it comes to uh, fitness when you think it would just be something they would never think to even try on their own. You know right. what I mean? I think that we it's need awesome. more and more of what you are offering, which is basically a no intimidation, but a serious workout type place where people feel good. Right. Because, you know, that is what creates that. Um, you know, the long-term buy-in to, that, you know, clients need to, to extend the, the, their lifetime. For sure. You know, the transition into becoming a fitness lifestyle has to happen on their own accord. It can't yes. be forced on you. Uh-huh. And you guys do just such a great job. And there's something that I've never even thought about it, like in my life to this point to now where there's a huge space for just that transition and getting somebody to come in and it be super welcoming, super warm and making them feel good. Um, and getting them on that journey to start them off to right. where it feels good yep. quickly. Yeah. Um, I always think of the gym. I tried to explain it like this in the store for years when someone's getting started, it's like no different than I think we all had as, as a child. I think we all remember a time where you were starting a sport or going to an activity where you had never done it before. And like, you see like the, you know, the coach's kid, like, you know, dribbling a ball, like around like super well, or someone's like painting and they're painting like this masterpiece. Like you just, you're just clearly out of your element. Right. And, um, it's that same feeling as an adult. And like now you like get to choose not to go, Yeah, you know, <laughs> and so it's, true. it just keeps everybody from starting. And it's just so funny that you can be 40 years old and you literally have the exact same fear as you did when you were six years old yeah. going to soccer practice for the first time. Yeah. Like you just, you don't feel comfortable. And so. Um, I think there's just something to what you guys do there that makes people feel so welcome, you know what I mean? Right off the bat and makes them feel good. Like I can be good at this, you know, like full circle. Bill, my dad is the most fit at the gym. I am not shitting you. He's 65 years old. He beats everyone in the assault bike. Like we do. I love CrossFit. I did CrossFit for a number of years in Omaha when I was up there. So we do a CrossFit like Wednesday, um, kicks my ass, you know, and I'm in my 20s on things like that he should not kick my butt in. And three years ago, he's lost like 75 pounds and he's ripped. I had no oh, idea. Yeah, that's awesome. Bill was at the, uh, so we, we recently just did a um, you know fundraising event for Big Brothers Big Sisters Kansas City. And, and, and Abby helped us lead the workout. And, uh, and Bill was there supporting, which yep. was awesome. Again, shout out, Bill. <laughs> and when he was there, I'm just like, you've always been in great shape, Bill. Like you've, you know, in my head, you know, because he's, yeah. you know, he's gotten to that point in his transformation where it's like no one would ever have guessed no, that he's he had very a before picture. Right? Yeah. And so Gosh. are our members. Like I would feel comfortable with my members walking into really any gym at this point, um, no matter the style of workout and know that they would know what to do and feel comfortable doing it. 
Jeff totally bailed on a CrossFit <clears throat> workout earlier today. Oh, you, you feel bad about that? No, because the house is clean now that Abby's here. Uh, <laughs> He's like, I can't go. I got to go clean. I, my I house. did. I did get the grand tour. So. I had to. Fl- I had to flip my Airbnb. Uh, what, I had to make sure it was ready for the next guest. What is so outside of of drinking wine and fitness? <laughs> what other hobbies do you have? Those are my two favorite things. Yeah. Um, and hanging out with my kiddo. You yeah. know. Um. You get to hang out do with you have a weird, too. Do you have a weird like obsession you, with the office or anything like that? Like what is your, you know, your guilty pleasure outside of those two things? Oh, this is great. I don't know any of this. <laughs> like show wise? I mean, show wise or, us. you know, it, you tell us. You, I told you about disc golf. What are you going to share with us? Yeah, Jeff's is definitely hmm. disc golf. Well, Jeff's got like 20. That's true. <laughs> I, you know, I love a good Netflix binge. I love selling sunset. Okay. Like totally trash TV, but amazing. So, so do you see yourself that's my wife watches a real estate agent? It's a real estate. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Yeah. yeah. In, in California, right? Yeah. Yep. It's like Real Housewives meets real estate agents. I just said that exact thing yesterday to 20, someone. $20 million. I watched houses. eight minutes yeah. of the first episode and turned it off. And they call them quaint. Yeah. Oh my God. Quaint. Quaint. Yeah. It's, it's 20, just like a really quaint little 10 million. It, yeah. It's, you know, 12,000 square foot. Yeah. It's quaint. Yeah. Pretty quaint. <laughs> I bet though, Jeff, they don't have a light up Alexa sunglass case. That's true. Oh, you showed her. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah check uh, this out. <laughs> uh, it's really just because you have to turn those lights off yeah. at night because it's so bright. You can't sleep with those lights on. So yeah. I had to turn it on like See, that. I love Abby for that little jab. That was awesome. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you know what? I bet you they have much nicer shit. Yeah. You know, Patrick Mahomes, whenever he got his shoe closet. I really he hope said, Mike Flanagan's not listening to this because... He did a good job with that. My contractor kills it. But anyways, we're talking to, uh, there's, no, there's a, there's a guy named, what were we just talking about? You just screwed me up. I would make it mentioning Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes, Mahomes has a shoe closet and it was his big thing. Like after he had his MVP season, right? Wins the Super Bowl, And then he, he, he signs a deal with, with, uh, Google, like clearly, cause they made this video where they had contractors come in and make him his like shoe closet. Of course, it's like only Adidas shoes in there for people to see. And uh, he said, like, hey, Google, it's showtime. I do recall <laughs> that. Do you remember that? Yeah. He had to say, and I'm like, man, that sucks that he has to say that. Yeah. <laughs> like, Google paid him some serious money. Yes. But he goes, hey, Google, it's showtime. And then, like, all the lights come on for his shoe closet. And yeah. it's like, dude, he ain't by himself. I mean, he's worth, mm. you know, he's just like, hey, Google. $50 million. He doesn't on, care. You know, <laughs> but yeah, it's just funny that he had to say, like, it's showtime. Yeah. Like, imagine me in my closet, like, hey, Alexa. Like, every morning. <laughs> It's bright in here or some shit like that. And sunglasses, light turns on or something. I mean, I would do it. If I was in that situation, I would, whatever you want me to say. You want me to say that? All right. If they're giving him a million bucks, yeah, yeah, say whatever. But yeah, hey, Google, it's showtime. And his shoes, his shoes closet turns on. So that's pretty good. So Netflix binges, that's your, that's your guilty pleasure. I mean, I guess I don't, you know. We, don't, we talk a lot about All chicken tenders and burgers, but yeah. what about desserts? We never talk about desserts. Oh. No, we got to ask her the mm. best question. It's coming. That's okay. the, it's oh, the last sorry. question. Guys, Come I've on, been dude. ready for this question, to this too. Yeah. Oh, she already podcast? knows the question. I know the question. Oh, no. She listened to Aaron's podcast. Yeah. Have you listened to another episode besides Aaron's? Don't you lie to us. Okay, well, if you say don't lie to me, I'm not going to lie. No, I haven't. Yeah. A She's little, a good person. Little bits and pieces. Yeah. She didn't She's even like, mention I, this earlier, but we're going to do it for the podcast. Her and Aaron on makeout basis, they are not just friends. She was throwing up friends <laughs> earlier. Her and Aaron make out on the reg. Oh, there it is. <laughs> totally dating. But that's okay because they're awesome, fantastic people, and they're incredibly good-looking people, too. That's a good-looking couple. 
gotta give it to him. Thank but you, Jeff. Move forward. I'm glad we co- covered that on the podcast. Yeah. In the yeah. earlier part of the podcast, I said, "Hey, is there anything you don't want me to say?" And she, you said know, nothing. we have you, we have, you did say this. Hey, is there anything splicing. you don't? And then we started talking about the Mountain Dew, yeah, which was more important, honestly. So you know, Luke we can, can edit out anything you want to edit out. Yeah, we can edit out. Open book. Moving forward. Mm-hmm. Here's the question. It, okay, ask it. And Jeff hates when I say here's I, the question. I still want to hear the dessert. I'm, I'm still waiting on my answer. answer. All right. I'm going to ask her. How do you feel about just a vanilla cone? You like a vanilla cone? Would you order just a vanilla cone? I would order just vanilla ice cream. I don't like cones. <laughs> I do the same thing, and Jeff thinks I'm weird. He's I like, you just want you just want vanilla. We're at this, we're at, you know, Andy's, and you're dude, just. Gonna I mean, vanilla? I don't just want it. Like, yeah. I want hot fudge for sure on there. But like, like always, Kyle's just taking something and misconstruing it. He <laughs> once ordered a vanilla cone in front of my face, <laughs> and I said, "What are you doing?" We were at Andy's frozen custard, which I know you respect and admire. I do. <laughs> Abby loves some Andy's frozen custard, and she and this dude. Everybody's obviously getting concretes. They're getting milkshakes. They're getting fun things. Kyle's like, I just want a vanilla cone. I was like, listen, I respect frozen custard, you know, straight out the machine into a cone. That's cool. But I'm like, you know, you're at Andy's, right? Like they have a jackhammer here or whatever it's called, you know, yeah. James, James Brown, funky jackhammer, or whatever. peanut butter. Yeah. Have you had heaven. one? Oh yeah. But you would still go for the cone. I eat, if I'm going to have a dessert, usually it's just vanilla ice cream. I don't know. I, I'm a dad now. You know, I feel like that's a dad thing to do. Is just it? give me some vanilla. You get like you know? the white sneakers yeah. and the vanilla cone. Or it, what's the most dad ice cream ever would be like uh pistachio like <laughs> I, I enjoy pistachio ice cream i'll be honest with you but him getting it in a cone i was just like i actually enjoy a cone but you're the same you're just like you would not get it in uh, in a cone you like a dish if i get the cone i will scoop it out of the cone i'm with you even a waffle cone even a waffle cone wow my dad as a kid um had a we had this in our basement i'm not kidding a bastion and blessing soda fountain like pre-dated like talk like, you know, twenties, thirties, forties, um, like hand scooped ice cream and you make like ice cream sodas and so forth. Right. So we had one of these growing up. So that's why I'm an aficionado when it comes to these kind of things. Mm-hmm. And we had a waffle cone maker. A waffle so, cone maker. So we made waffle cones. We had okay. like, a, we that's had dedication. Just, it's, is. That is my family for sure. And that is why I am the way I am. But <laughs> we have waffle cones on the reg at my house. And so like, I have to have ice cream in a cone. If you come to me in a dish, I'm like, it's not done. And I just pass it back to you. <laughs> Put it in the cone like it's supposed to be. Yeah. Things. yeah. So, anyways, desserts. Your favorite. You had a body length show. You killed it, by the way. You got first place, right? I did. Yeah. Abby's a killer by athlete. By the grace of God, honestly, I drank a lot of wine during that prep. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? We went to a fight, if you, you will. Did. We're at a fight, and uh, Abby and Aaron were there as friends, and um, they had. <laughs> Get over it, Jeff. <laughs> All right. So, they had, <laughs> while, while, while we were there, I was like, wait, don't you have a show in like four weeks? And you're like, don't talk to me as you're like sipping wine or something like that. Yeah. She like, killed it. I'm genetically elite. I can have a glass of wine. She, dude, <laughs> she was elite, but it wasn't from genetics, from yeah. hard work. But well, I'm not saying that. Yeah. It's probably a combination yeah. of both. She, mm-hmm. she didn't have a lot of off days. And so anyways, <laughs> she, true. She, was, uh, she was like having wine four weeks out. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? You're like, we'll see what happens. This this bodybuilding shit ain't for me, but I'm going to do one. It was not for me, <laughs> let me say that. Uh, I'm going to do so one you're of not, these. you're not going to do it? An, I did ever. it again. Yeah. I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah I did Turns out still not for me. Like I was just double checking. Yeah. Still not. Are you done, done for real? 
done, done for real. I love it. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna. So you think you think Aaron's done, done? Yeah. He could win some master shit now, though, right? Ouch. Yeah, he's done. Not an ouch from the bodybuilding world. It's like 38 or <laughs> yeah, something like that. It's um, 35, I think. Not yeah. either. Yeah. No. He, I'm about to be masters. <laughs> I can't speak for Aaron, but uh, no, he definitely will not be doing another bodybuilding show. Moving forward, we're going to get to the most pressing question we ask every guest yeah. because you're from here mm-hmm. and you're ready for it. We're not going to ask. Is the place in Liberty? Okay, here's the thing. Don't dislike me, but I don't love barbecue. Oh, it's okay. We've had that okay. answer so far. Okay. Once. I do like Q39. I like their burn ins because who doesn't? But their wings, though. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of the wings on the menu, if you remember correctly? Why are you testing me? The best damn wings the on the best, planet. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the truth. Yeah. I the agree. absolute truth. It's like, what is this heaven? Yeah. Yes. I don't get it. I don't know what, what they do. I wish I could ask him. I don't I don't know the secret. Their, their wings at Q39 are some kind of... A, they're appalling. You, you've, you've had wings from everywhere, but you've never been like, these wings. Yeah, you know, I right. never said the best damn wings on the planet. Right, certainly the, not. The, the problem with Q39's wings, though, is they do not have blue cheese there. Ew. They don't, they don't offer blue cheese. Whoa, whoa. Thank I'm, you, Abby. I'm big into Thank wings. You, Abby. you can't have wings. What, are you a ranch? We've already, t- we've already discussed this. Were you listening? Yeah, I was listening, but man. Big ranch just, gal. I didn't know, you know, you can be a ranch, ranch elite for the, nut for the <laughs> chicken tendies and like blue cheese for the wings. I don't know. I've been watching, I've been watching Kyle eat blue cheese with wings my whole life. <laughs> and I've just been <laughs> grinding and watching them. Just like you idiot, <laughs> you need ranch with these and he won't even touch it. I'm like, dude, what? This, I'm, yeah. a, I'm, a, I'm a real wing guy. Real wing we guys. Can't split. Do. We can't share wings. Never is have. Is that what they say? Yeah. Where blue cheese that? is real wing guy. Did you stuff. hear that, that on that Google website? No. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Here's, here's the truth. Uh, ranch dressing's elite. Uh, if we did, a, we were gonna do a poll right now. Ranch, blue cheese, and just leave it blank. I'm sorry, my, my palate phone. is so developed, guys. I'm doing this right now. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna. We're gonna come back. And we're gonna. We're gonna add this to the end of the podcast. I'm gonna give it one hour. Ranch, blue cheese poll. I'm gonna guess blank. it's eighty-eight percent. No context. Ranch. It legitimately ranch. probably is. And but it's going to be you're the only. Blue no, cheese but real wing guys. Right but now, real wing guys, real guys. wing guys would would choose blue cheese, and that's why I'm going to go out on a limb and say there's better wings at Jack Stack. Jack Stack barbecue. If you if you had their wings, Jeff, yeah, I don't have their wings. They're desert kissed. They're so good. <laughs> that's what they call them. That's <laughs> what they it? call them. The yeah. desert kissed wings. They're so good. And they are they are delicious. Mm. But they are totally different. They're not sauced. They're seasoned. Yeah. Oh, yum. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I can get down with that as a great lunch item. We've done that many a time. But and best families on the planet. Cheese. So much respect. But if you had to place, if you had to eat a place for barbecue, is that is it Q39? I suppose. Looks like uh, another one. She has it. Dude. She. But I wouldn't like pick a barbecue place. So had, if they said pick barbecue, the, I'd pick U39 because they have other Did stuff. you have the pork belly corn dogs, though? Okay, I, this is a lie, actually. I did listen to another podcast because you talked about them on there. <laughs> um, Alexis and Matt. Matt, yeah. And you said it, and I immediately Googled it and want to go to Q39 <laughs> stat <laughs> for these. I love That's it. awesome. Like, hey, when it comes to the, fo- the food, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm saying I know I'm right. There's yeah, a difference. That's, she that's, also hasn't had slaps, so she doesn't know for sure. You that know? I don't like barbecue? Yeah, that you don't like uh, slaps more than Q39. S- slaps was, is good sides. I mean, you're pretty going to go, and you're not a big barbecue fan. You can still love all the sides and the desserts. Okay. You know what I mean? True. And that place is some solid sides there, so you, sh- you should enjoy it. Okay. At least once. 
I'm interested in what this poll is. Adding the poll right now as we speak. I already know I'm going to lose, but now, guys, you have to understand. But it's only because you're a real wing guy. I'm a real wing guy, you know? Do you like uh, Do you like blue cheese on a burger? Actually, I do. Yeah. I'll see? say that. Now, and you're talking crap, but you like it on a burger. I don't it's eat different. blue cheese so often. I mean, I've never, I mean, I never enjoyed it, but is it blue spelled different? Is it just blue? No, it's color? just blue. Okay. I don't or know. is it? Is yeah? So is like it a, just is, blue? Is it blue with like an accent? Like EU blue? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> I, I, I do feel like it's not normal blue, right? Like is it? I don't know. There's a place uh, in Springfield, Missouri, uh, that had blue cheese chips. Like imagine like home style, yeah, like potato chips or whatever. And they had like blue cheese crumbles like melted into mm-hmm. the chips, and those were honestly phenomenal. Like I I've never been a blue cheese fan, but those were great. Mm. We're gonna see what happens here. But while we got you, Abby, I got one more question because you have some. Incredible food taste because we typically agree on these things. That is true. So when it comes to a place that we haven't talked about food wise in Kansas City, because you've already given us the landing and the landing does not get the rep, you know what I mean, that they probably deserve. (laughs) I think they do. Is there another place that we should know about? Because we, this guy lives in Stillwell, Kansas. He's way far away from the Northland. Where should we eat? But she used to work in Overland Park. Maybe she's got some good spots I haven't heard of in Overland Park. I'm just saying like. Teach us something, you know? The Northland? Best food in the Northland? I don't know. Just give me, give me some closet great restaurant that maybe you didn't know about. Underrated you know I mean? food you in You didn't Kansas know about Tay's Burger Shack. Just saying. That's just saying. One. Okay. Um, have you ever been to Rye? Oh, yeah. I've been. The Steakhouse on yeah. the Plaza? Yeah. I've never been. I, I don't know if it's there. underrated because I don't hear about it's it, like a I guess. five-star steakhouse, right? It is so good. Um, but I guess... Mm. Is it in Mission Farms too, off of 435? There's a couple of rides, Maybe. I believe. They're local. I, I had I had brunch there. It was phenomenal. I feel like if I don't say Red Door Grill, oh yeah, Red because Door's I'm there good. at least once a week, at least. Red Door is money. <laughs> we, we talked about that with Aaron, didn't we? Red uh, Door? The chicken fried chicken. Oh, yeah. Oh, it is pretty good. They have a we good were, chicken and waffle. We were talking about something, and he was like, oh, the fried chicken. I was like, oh, I have a chicken fried chicken. And then Kyle was like, you would know that it's actually called that. I said fried chicken, and he goes, oh, the chicken fried chicken? You know I was all like, the names. Chill I'm out. just saying that's what Red Door calls it. I'm yeah. just trying to give them respect for what they want you to call it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> someone says, oh, you like that supplement store place? Would you not be like, it's called Supplement Superstore? Would you not say, like, this is actually the name of it? I'm sorry. I hate being that guy. But mm. in my head, I'm like, I, I need you to know. It's they call it chicken. <laughs> Super necessary. All right, ten people have voted. Eighty percent ranch. Oh, I'm not surprised, guys. I'm just saying you backed real, down, you backed down real, real hard when wing, the poll came out. I we we mentioned the poll, ate. and Kyle immediately is like, "I mean, like it's not that." I mean, no, like, no, 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 no. I said the real, real wing guys, guys are going to have blue cheese. So who do we? And I never said that the the majority of America has a developed them? palate. Hey, uh. Like I hey, do. Abby, would you consider yourself a real wing gal? I would. There's yeah. Only- and what do you like? <laughs> you know, I do. I do love a good ranch. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, we got one. We got one real wing gal over there's here, only, and a real wing so guy and myself pe- that agree that ranch is the superior sauce. There's only so many people out there that can have a palate like mine that appreciates blue Tune cheese in and next vanilla week ice as cream. Kyle and Jeff uh, interview an unbelievable amount of real wing people <laughs> and and figure out who really is the, you know, the, the hey, winning condiment. Can we here. do a wing review rather than a protein review? Hey, I'm in. That's coming. That's coming to A2 Fitness next week. I hope okay. you're prepared. I'm in. Food and fitness. That's we're, what that's what we do. That's what we do. We're bringing we're bringing the wings. I'm serious. What should we should we go to the landing for said wings? Maybe. All right. We'll ask if they have blue cheese. This is a really quick one. All right. So now we're at 14 votes. 
and it really is. It's still eighty percent. Mm. Sorry, y'all. It's like a. <laughs> it's it's not updated yet. Oh, there. I'm like it. Yep. Says Nine a- ranch, two blue cheese. It's getting. On a, and by the way, you'll love this live on the podcast. Aaron Becker has selected ranch. Yeah. For everybody to see. Weirdly, he's probably like <laughs> waiting in your parking lot because we're going out to eat after this. So oh, he's like, yeah, I'm just scrolling Instagram. Now we need to know where you guys are going. Actually, okay, good plug. Yeah. Brown and Low, oh, really good restaurant. Love Brown and Low. Yeah. Have you had the burger there? <laughs> No. They have a phenomenal burger. Enjoy it. You know who else tonight, has tonight. a it's phenomenal like 16 burger? 16 bucks. It's no joke. Tannin. Oh, shit. The wine bar. Yes, but the great burger. Weird other food. No offense, but like great burger. Right. They have probably have like caviar and shit yeah. there. Yeah. Stuff that I won't eat, but. Right. The burger, though. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yep. Egg on it. There you go. I'm always a sucker for the, the royal, as they call it. Right? The egg uh, on I don't know. You're talking about Red Robin? Maybe. Is that the That's original, what they call it? The original Red <laughs> the Robin. Real, the, the royal the Red Robin with the fried egg. Yeah. All right. Now we're just getting way off. All right. <laughs> we're going to have to get a whole separate podcast for the food talk. True. Uh, and he goes, Abby, is there anything you can think of that you would want anybody else to know about A2 Fitness, about Abby? What would, is there anything else left that we haven't, unco- uh, we haven't uncovered, if you will? Oh, I don't think so. Come check us out and see what we're about. Mention the Protein Bros podcast. Did you get a free class the first time ever? Absolutely. Free Man. week. How about that? Holy shit, y'all. Only a free if week. you mentioned the Protein Bros podcast. The one that you've listened to of. She's like, it was hard I've to get that. To it was hard to get the name out. Honestly. No, I'm just kidding. Come on. Uh, <laughs> right we're, here. we're coming. Uh, so Kyle and I are going up to A2 Fitness next week. And the official name change goes down when? We're going to reopen January 1st as A2. Fantastic. Cool. Is there going to be new signage? Um, no. Do you want to know something? I just got my sign like last week that says all sizes fit. No. <laughs> that really happened? It really happened. Like we were talking about things you don't know, how much they cost. Yeah. The landlord, it's a cost. And they were like, this many thousand dollars is your sign. And I was like, nah, I'm good without it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. And then they just did it for me. How nice was that? And then we're changing this. So the landlord did it as like a nice gesture. Yes. Did you like re-upped or something? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, they did it as so like a gesture without talking to you? it's probably going to say all sizes fitness forever. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my god. But gosh. thank you so much. Shout out McKnight Eye Center. Love yeah. <laughs> what an unbelievable gesture on their part. Yeah. Okay. Well, very cool. And uh, listen, guys. This whole podcast is purely based on hoping you guys get a better, more uh, close-up view of the local fitness scene in Kansas City. You want to get to know uh, the people that are shaping, literally shaping, the people that live here in Kansas City. Uh, If you've gotten any kind of value out of this, we please ask that you share it up. Tell a friend about it. Um, Tell somebody else maybe that's looking to try to make fitness a career or just get a better uh, look into what goes into uh, the people that actually help out with the fitness community here in Kansas City. Anything else, Kyle? I got nothing else. Thank you for coming on, Abby. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was nice hearing your story, and I'm excited to see you guys' transition and watch it continue to grow. Sounds good. All right, guys. Uh, Look into A2 Fitness. In the meantime, um, All Sizes Fitness and Abby Fish on Instagram. Those are the two names to look up. Mm -hmm. And uh, moving forward, if you guys have any new guests that you think we need to be on here, Uh, please make sure to send us a message uh, on our Instagram on Protein Bros Podcast or leave a comment in our comments. Thank you, guys.